Today is all about not giving up on the brain injury journey. Welcome to Hope Survives Podcast. I'm your host, Christabel Braden, a traumatic brain injury survivor and advocate, singer-songwriter, speaker, and creator of Hope After Head Injury. This podcast is all about hope, support, and education as we explore the realities of life with brain injury with messages of encouragement, interviews with doctors and professionals, and survivor stories. So glad that you found us today. No matter where you're at on your journey, there is always hope. For today's episode, I have invited my mom, Cindy Braden, back again on the podcast. So we're going to be talking about not giving up in terms of how <laughs> and what what does that actually look like? So I'm going to share from a survivor perspective to offer encouragement for survivors. My mom, Cindy, is going to be offering support and insight in terms of the family and caregiver side. So we're going to talk about different aspects of choosing to not give up, including family dynamics, the day-to-day things, and how to give yourself grace for the hard days. But before we get into that conversation, I wanted to let you guys know about what the inspiration for this episode was. So you might know that I am a singer-songwriter, and I have written a number of songs about living with brain injury. One of these songs is called not giving up. (laughs) And just last week, we released a music video starring a lot of you. (laughs) We have over 75 different clips from the brain injury community that came together to be a part of this music video for my song, Not Giving Up. And so people shared clips on why they are not giving up. And it's so inspirational. Like I said, over 75 different clips came in and it's really exciting. I think at last count it was 77, but I didn't recount it over and over again. So I just said over 75. But you can see that on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Christabel Braden. It's also on Facebook. I shared it to the Hope After Head Injury Facebook page as well. So I want to invite you to check out that video if you have not yet. And I hope it's encouraging to you. But I actually wanted to play a little segment of my song, Not Giving Up, here on the podcast for you guys. And I hope that it's an encouragement. It's just going to be part of the song. If you want to hear the rest, you can check it out on the music video or on all music streaming platforms, Apple, Spotify, etc. Just search Chris Bell Braden um, and it'll come up. But yeah, here is a little bit of that song and be encouraged, never give up, and then we'll go right into the conversation. So thanks for listening to Hope Survives today. You are not alone on your journey. to say tears fall tired of pain doesn't seem to leave me alone i can't seem to hold on too much too much gone wrong i try try to be strong there's more to me more than i know but if i'm being honest some days i don't want to get out of bed 
is more than I like to admit, but I know there's still life to be lived. We're gonna make it. Even on the hard days, I'm not giving up. Even when there's no change, I'm not giving up. Even when I'm afraid, I'm not giving up. I still believe that hope survives. There's still more story left. So I'm not giving up Today, we are talking about not giving up on the journey through brain injury. And I've invited my mom, Cindy Braden, to come on to add that caregiver family perspective. So welcome back. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so glad to do another episode with you. So not giving up. I feel like not giving up is just so up and down. Like there are some days that I'm like really gung-ho, like, yes, I can do this. And then there are other days that my head hurts and I'm tired and I just hurt and I don't feel like trying so hard anymore. It's just like a constant up and down and it's hard to stay motivated sometimes and it's hard to keep going and to find that inner strength that helps you. Well, right. And I think that's why people usually say, oh, don't give up. You know, keep working. Don't don't ever give up. You can do it. And people constantly talk about not giving up, not giving up, not giving up. And then you kind of feel like a failure on your bad days. Even though you're really not giving up, you feel like you are appearing to give up and you kind of can get depressed on your bad days because... You feel like you're disappointing people, you know? Or disappointing yourself. And disappointing yourself, not meeting the goals you had set and all of those things. So one of the things that came to mind when you asked me about not giving up and what does that mean and how does that look in a family, what I was thinking of, like the practicality of it. How do you not give up? Mm. What do you do not to give up? How does not giving up look? And a lot of people will give the answers, oh, you have to have patience. You need to find something joyful every day. And they'll give a lot of answers that are good, but they don't really help you get through the next 15 minutes of the day. And so I started thinking about what did we do? How did we not give up as a family unit? And what we started really, really doing was celebrating the baby steps. And what I mean by that is, Christabel, what we would often do with you is you still wanted to not give up and still have your role within the family and still be the person you were prior to your head injury. That really wasn't possible in a practical sense. (laughs) Yeah. But what we did was we had you unload the dishwasher and I would have to leave the kitchen when you were unloading the dishwasher because you just kind of put everything wherever you happen to see an open space. 
And then after you went to bed, I would go and try and fix the kitchen. <laughs> the dishwasher's unloaded. Nothing's yeah. in there anymore. It might be all over the kitchen, but... <laughs> right. And I never... And one of the ways we didn't give up was I never once corrected you as you were doing it because it was the process of you doing it. And I also recognized that if I bought a new bowl or a new piece of like an implement or something that used in the kitchen, it would take over 20 times of you unloading the dishwasher with it before you remembered where it went. And that was okay. And that's where the patience comes in. And there was so much joy when you remembered where the new bowl went in the cabinet. <laughs> and, um, and so that's not giving up because I had faith and I had hope. I knew that you'd get it eventually. But I never got discouraged when you didn't because I knew you were showing up and trying every day. So it's allowing room for and grace for struggles and mistakes and the ups and downs of life. And that's all part of not giving up. Yeah. You know, like one of the big things people say is when you see a baby learning how to walk, whenever the baby falls, you don't go, oh, what a loser. You know, the baby gets back up and the baby learns how to walk. And everyone celebrates knowing that eventually the baby will know how to walk. You know, you just. Yeah, because you don't expect a baby to know how to walk. <laughs> right. And I think the same thing. We just need to apply that to each other all the time. And that's how we don't give up. We just keep trying and keep trying. And, and I had said about a week ago, I was talking about how you should make trying be your superpower. Because if you try every day, you're not giving up. Even if you're having a day where you can't get out of bed mm -hmm. and you feel awful, you recognize and own that it's just that day. Yeah, that's one of the things that I've always told our Hope After Head Injury group community. So if you are new to the podcast or to this welcome, every Tuesday for the last four and a half years, I have done a live video, a live chat on our Hope After Head Injury Facebook page. And we'll talk about different ways about living with brain injury. And that's been going on since 2016. And on that chat, there's been a lot of times that one of the things that I, I continually will say in reminding myself, but also in encouraging others, is that rest does not mean that you're giving up. Choosing to rest your brain or your body when you're exhausted, fatigued, tired, choosing not to push through a headache, it doesn't mean that you are giving up on the tasks that you, you need to do that day or giving up on your progress or that you're not trying hard enough. Sometimes rest is exactly what not giving up looks like. Sometimes rest is exactly what progress looks like because it's learning how to take care of your brain and your body in the best way possible. Right. But even if it's not just, oh, I don't have progress that day, even on the days that you might go backwards or you get like Christabel, you sometimes get another concussion. That doesn't mean you're giving up. And just because you don't meet your goals for that day, that doesn't mean you're not meeting your life goals. And you're not being true to who you are. Because that's, that's what um, not giving up means. It means being true to who you are 
taking care of yourself, however that looks, and forgiving yourself when you go backwards or have a bad day. Yeah. So from a caregiver, family, parent, brain injury, family perspective, what does that look like on not giving up for you, not just for your survivor, but for yourself and for your family? It means accepting the changes in your family and how I had read this article years ago where you feel like you're packing to go to a trip to Paris and it turns out it's a trip to Holland and you were prepared for Paris, but you ended up in Holland. You need to embrace the unexpected change in your family dynamics. And it is really, really hard. Once you can get at peace with that, then it's easier to accept the hard days. It's easier to recognize that every day that we get up and try again is progress and we're not giving up. When you let go of... You let go of what you thought you were living and accept what you have is not giving up. Before Christabel's head injury, I was pretty organized. I had all of my labels forward in the pantry. I could throw a dinner together, you know, pretty quickly because I had everything so organized. She was super busy and super active. Basically, she had like one foot out the door already you know, just really starting to bloom and live her life. And I was busy with her two younger sisters. And then, wham, she gets this head injury. And all of a sudden, I had to be okay with, oh, we're not going to have dinner um, on time tonight. Oh, hmm, we might just have to scrounge and find something. Oh, you guys can go have cereal for dinner. I mean, there was a lot of, a lot of that. I had to figure out how to be okay with that and not feel like a failure as a mom, you know, or a wife and all of those things. And I, we, my husband and I had to figure out a way for us to be okay with a completely different life than what we had before. And I, I don't mean to sound shallow or anything like that. It's just that different people have different priorities. And for us, we loved our home life and having dinner together every night. That was a big part of what we wanted for our kids. And everything changed after her head injury. I was a mess. Not sleeping, you know, doctor's visits, not being able to get to the grocery store, having to still take care of the other kids, trying to get the laundry done. I mean, I was an absolute mess. And, and I needed you 24-7, basically, because I, in, in my brain injury struggle, like, I could not get through the day. Like, I had such bad memory loss that I'd eat breakfast four or five times because I forget I'd eat. So I'd literally go in, set up a bowl of cereal, eat it, leave the room, forget that I ate, come back in, eat again, leave, forget that I ate throughout the day. And then besides that, having frontal lobe damage, causing emotional struggles, temper tantrums. It was like I was a toddler in a teenager body that also didn't have cognitive abilities to comprehend and what was happening. And Christabel, you also lost communication skills. Yeah. I, I had trouble speaking and communicating what I was 
Christabel was only saying one or two word sentences at a time. And so everything, everything just kind of got whirled up in this tornado in our house. And that's what it felt like. It felt like someone took our house, picked it up, shook it, and then set it back down. And I have learned over the years that that is very normal when you're suddenly hit with a major medical thing in your house. And so that's part of what I do when I volunteer with families and things. I talk to them about that and I help normalize it for them. Because when you're going through it, you just feel like a complete failure, like you've let everybody down. And it's, it's really hard to not give up and just think that you're a failure and, and not even know how to get right again. And so I think it's important every time I speak, I talk about that with people and I let them know that that is a normal feeling, you know, that you don't have control over your house anymore. Any routine that you had established, any family dynamic that you had established, everything is different and it's normal, completely normal. And the only way through it is through it. And I think that helps knowing that we are all in this together, although we're all doing it at a different pace and at different times. Sometimes it just helps to talk to someone who's been through it. And that is another way of not giving up. Like on some of my really bad days, and yes, I still have days where I cry. I am so um, honored that someone reaches out to me or gives me a phone call or a text because they need advice because they know that I've been through this and I can help them. And that helps me not give up and it helps me keep going. Yeah. The, the brain injury community, you know, well, your own friends and your family, hopefully they're supportive. I mean, it it depends of course on your situation, but one of the things that I love about the brain injury community is the level of support that is out there. So if you're listening and you don't have a support group, there are support groups all over, local support groups that you can connect with, through the, whether through the Brain Injury Association of America or another resource. There are also online support groups. My group is called Hope After Head Injury on Facebook. And there are so many different Facebook groups you can join and post in there and comment and connect with people that understand. Because we really do need community and it really does help us to keep going. Right. We need the support to not give up. We need each other to not give up. And we need to normalize setbacks are a part of not giving up. That's good. Yeah. Not feeling like because you're having all these setbacks that it is somehow means that you're not doing it right or like you're not getting through your recovery right or there's no one way to get through it. And and the healing process is not linear. It is not just a straight shot there. We're all going to have setbacks in our own ways. Some of these setbacks may look like re-injuries. As we've mentioned, I've had multiple concussions. So I have had a lot of re-injuries. Some of it may look like another health condition or struggle. Maybe, you know, you got sick, you got a virus, you got the flu. With, with a brain injury, that can set you. The common cold 
can set you back really far with a brain injury for months because it causes your brain to be so out of it. It causes your body to get so out of it. Maybe you're going through a season of stress with a relationship, a breakup, a family struggle, a financial struggle, you know, something that's causing heavy stress that's affecting your sleep. That's a setback. Maybe you're grieving because you lost somebody that's close to you. That is a setback. Like, it's not just what somebody might think as, oh, you had another injury. There are so many different circumstances and situations in life that may not even be directly related to your brain injury that still affect you, affect your heart, affect your mind, affect your spirit, you know? Maybe you're going through a mental health struggle and a mental health crisis. There are so many different things that can just hit you out of nowhere. And I want to encourage you today that the, the mindset of not giving up and choosing to keep moving forward, like my mom was talking about, there's this aspect of resilience that we have within us that's just about putting one foot in front of the other each day. And when you have a brain injury, whether you're a family member or whether it's you yourself, when other things happen in life, you, 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 you have to understand that a brain injury doesn't just affect your brain and your body. Like it does. It affects probably, it affects like every part of your body because your brain is like the command center for your body. But it also affects your life in every sort of different situation. Like my mom was saying, our house was no longer organized. You know, uh, we struggled with daily things like what we're going to eat for dinner. You know, finances became a struggle. My mom would go through multiple tanks of gas a week, taking me to and from my therapies. You know, there are just so many elements that the brain injury affects and not to mention the family dynamics and how it affects my sisters and everything. And so I think grace, compassion, being kind to yourself Anything you'd like to add about that? Well, I'm going to go back to the grace, compassion, and being kind to yourself. A lot of times when people hear that, they think, I have no idea how to do that. What it is is every single day that you wake up, you're not, you know, you're not giving up. Recognizing that, oh, I did this yesterday and this yesterday. Oh, so that's why I'm having a really bad day today. Oh, don't beat yourself up. Don't be like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. You know, you know, I'm not moving forward. Be like, okay, I've learned that if I do A and B, I'm going to have a bad day the next day. And that's okay. Yeah. We have learned, Christabel, we've learned to put on the calendar. If you have a schedule, a full day scheduled, we know the next day uh, that we're not going to be able to rely on Christabel to make decisions or do some other things. And that's just part of our life. And that's not a day that we're giving up. It's just a day that we've learned how to keep moving forward. And you need those pauses to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. And even in the moments of realizing, like, I'm overstimulated, like, I can't, you know, there'll be times, there's multiple times over this past weekend, even, <laughs> it happens all the time when usually it's towards the end of the day my brain is just done and we'll be talking maybe at the dinner table or, or somewhere and you know I remember my mom my sister and I were talking and I was like I'm overstimulated I'm starting to get irritated please stop I can't talk about the subject anymore I just can't make a decision right now like please like I just can't you know I, I've had to learn how to say that and communicate like I'm overwhelmed I'm overstimulated and I can't deal with it I can't deal with this right now 
And sometimes I will be inadvertently rude, (laughs) not meaning to be, but when it gets to the point where my brain is pushed so far, like I get irritable, not because I'm actually irritated, but because my brain cannot handle the stimulation any longer. And so I've had to learn how to be like, I'm, I'm overstimulated. I'm overwhelmed. I, I just can't. And they, they know to be like, oh, okay, you know, <laughs> we're not going to take this well, personally. <laughs> well, sometimes I just say, hey, you need a break. Go. Yeah. <laughs> go. Leave the room. Just go. But the thing is, when we're talking to people about not giving up, another way to look at not giving up is don't look at a snapshot of your day and think your whole day is a failure. Don't look at one of the days of the week where you've had a setback and think your whole week was a failure. That's a big component of not giving up. You can't just look at one little snapshot and think that you've given up and get discouraged by that. That's part of the process, and it's part of the path, and it's all okay. It really is okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I I think it's also important to mention faith for me, knowing that God is my strength when I'm weak, knowing that I can rely on the Lord to help me. Some days when I'm just overwhelmed, like I have to just, you know, read a couple verses from the Bible to calm me down and to remind me to not give up and to give me that just inner peace that doesn't come anywhere else. And so whether it's reading the Bible or journaling or praying you know, putting on worship music, something that helps you to recenter your heart, recenter your mind in a way that is from outside of yourself. I think that's really important. Even like my mom and I will pray together or we'll talk about, you know, how God can help us through the hard days. That I think is essential. (laughs) It's huge. I don't, I honestly would have given up by now if it wasn't for my faith in the Lord. (laughs) I really would have. I would not be here on this podcast if it wasn't for Jesus. So it's important to remember that you're not alone and and your life is not arbitrary. There's a reason you survived. There's a reason you're here. God has a plan for your life and hope survives. (laughs) But don't read into that that everything happens for a reason. That's, that's not what I'm saying. Right. That's not what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. No, that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that God has a purpose for you. Because God has given each of you a gift. Yeah. And it's your job to unpack that. Yeah. People will often misconstrue that saying everything happens for a reason. Like if they say it to you and you have a brain injury or like if somebody says that to me and they have no idea what I'm going through, I'm like, <laughs> please stop. You don't understand. Uh, they're, they, they're trying to tell you like, oh, well, everything happens for a reason. So blah, blah, blah. And that is not the same thing as understanding that God has a plan. I think the whole everything happens for a reason. Uh, is insulting. I think that's- <laughs> and does it help anybody when someone says that to you? No. Yeah. And there is biblical support for God's plan and understanding that he has a hand and he cares for us. The word does say God works all things together for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. The word also says what the enemy intended for harm, God intended for good. And so God has a good plan for things in our life. 
And it, the, just the subtlety of it can be hard to understand at times, especially if somebody's telling you everything happens for a reason as a way to dismiss your struggles. That's not biblical because there is nowhere in the word of God that, that the Lord dismisses our struggles. In fact, he comes alongside of us, grieves with us, and cares for us in the middle of them. But well, I don't. This is not the place for a theological discussion. If you want more on these kind of things, you can join my brain injury Bible study group. <laughs> we keep this podcast more centered on brain injury, but um, the, yeah. Any yeah. The, one of the things that we didn't mention, Christabel, is that when you are having that bad moment where you're feeling like you're giving up, and even if you have a faith, that's terrific. If you don't have a strong faith, take a deep breath, stretch. You need to like, you know, just stretch your arms up as high as you can. Rotate your ankles around. Rotate your wrists around. If you get the blood moving just a little bit, everything will seem a little brighter. That really helps. Yeah, that's good. So to wrap it up, what it would be your last encouraging word for the people listening today on how to not give up? Trust the process. Know that going backwards is still progress. And you're not giving up even when you have a bad day. That's great. Couldn't have said it better. Thank you so Thanks. much for coming on today. Thank you, Christabel. Yeah. And so I will put uh, your contact information so you can follow her, Cindy, at Cindy Braden on Instagram. And yeah, thank you guys for listening today. And we'll see you next time on Hope Survives. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hope Survives Brain Injury Podcast. I hope this episode was able to encourage you in some way. To get in touch with me, you can connect on social media. The page Hope After Head Injury on Facebook does have a message option if you'd like to message me. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Christabel Braden is my page and at Hope After Head Injury is the Hope After Head Injury page. My website, ChristabelBraden.com or hopeafterheadinjury.com, as well as join our support group on Facebook. All the links will be in the show's description, and we hope to see you next time on Hope Survives.